Welcome to the Life Changing Principles Podcast, where we take a new principle every week and explore how it changes our lives. I'm Leanne Hunt, ready to jump into today's principle. Today we're talking about a tool called unpacking. We're going to learn how to unpack difficult situations, um, complex, difficult emotions. Anytime where you have an experience where you go, wow, what just happened? Or I don't understand how to do this. That's when we use unpacking. So what is unpacking? Unpacking is simply making a list of all the things that seem to be going on around this situation. You start by saying, what's going on? And you just write down the circumstances, the thoughts, the feelings. You really kind of state the obvious and give voice or words to what you see happening. That's what unpacking is. Making a list of related things going on in the situation. We're going to do some examples to really help you see what unpacking is. But I wanted to start with some of the underlying principles of what makes unpacking so powerful. So first of all, when we're facing a complex situation, unpacking helps us break it down into smaller pieces that are more manageable. Another thing that's powerful about unpacking is that you're giving words to the experience of what's happening. The process of finding words for what's happening helps your brain to be more specific. It helps your brain to uncover and and see in new ways. And it helps the thing that's actually happening to chill out a little bit. If you're having a strong emotion and you name that emotion, the emotion literally calms down more. If you have um, something that you're unwilling to say and you actually give words to it, it erases the shame. It dissolves the shame of that hidden thing that you were unwilling to say before, and now the willingness to say it, or at least write it out and, and have it be in words, it uh, shame can't live in exposure. Shame can't live when it's spoken. And so there's so many different things that are powerful in, in actually saying the thing that's happening. There's a lot of really great benefits to unpacking. One thing that happens when you unpack is that when you have this list of all of these different things that are going on, it suddenly makes sense why things were confusing or hard or frustrating, why this was a complex thing. Look at all these things that are related to this. It kind of normalizes it for us to say, oh, well, no wonder it was hard because there's a lot going on here. The second real benefit of unpacking is that when you have a list of all these different things, you would think that it's overwhelming, but it's not. It's less overwhelming because you can see each as a separate little issue and they're more manageable. Something else that often happens when you unpack is when you look at this list of all the things going on, one of them bubbles up as something that you can do something about. It's like, oh, I feel like I should work on this. I think I can work on this. Or you see something that's so doable that you feel like actually taking action will make this 1% better. And as you see all these different layers and attack some of them, not all of them, some of them are not going to be in your control, but as you see the ones that you can actually take action on and do something about, each action makes it just a tiny bit better and a tiny bit better and a tiny bit better, which in the long run makes it more manageable. Another thing that happens when you unpack is being able to 
take things a small piece at a time gives you some momentum. It gives you some hope. It gives you some encouragement because now you have baby action steps that you can take towards resolving this difficult situation. Just one more thing before we begin unpacking, and that is when you're doing this process of saying, what's going on here? What's involved? What else is involved? What else seems related to this complicated issue that I'm having or that maybe I'm having with someone else or that maybe my family member is having? Is that when you start listing those things, it's really important to create a safe place to put those. And what what is a safe place? place. Sometimes we'll say, this is a safe space. It's okay. You can say anything here. But really, in order for it to be a safe space, it means you're just not going to react or judge whatever is said. There's not going to be any like, that was so stupid, or that one kind of makes me nervous. It's just, it is what it is. This is what I think might be going on. Lose the reactivity. Lose the judgment. Just say what you see. All right, let's get started with an example. I think this is going to be really helpful in seeing what unpacking is and and the value of it. This example occurred after a work meeting, and I was really frustrated and upset and emotional after this meeting, and I couldn't figure out why. I was so curious about it, like, what's going on here? So I unpacked it. This is what I discovered as I made this list of what was going on. So first of all, I felt jealous that one of my partners suggested a list of things to cover and it was super clear and compelling and useful. And I felt jealous because I wanted to be that kind of leader. So even though it was helpful, at the same time, I also felt jealous. Another partner um, suggested that he would just do a particular thing that had been on my plate for quite a while. And I felt hijacked because I'd been working on it behind the scenes, but no one really knew about it. And I felt like he just hijacked this one particular task. I also have been wanting to do some other kinds of posts for quite a while, but my perfectionism kept getting in the way. And so I just felt frustrated with myself that I hadn't been able to move forward and to um, and to figure this thing out. So I was really feeling disappointed in myself on this one particular topic or this one particular task. I also had installed some new guidelines for myself for working so that I could separate my work life from my home life and that I could get things done more efficiently. And I was feeling kind of trapped inside this little box or set of expectations that I had created for myself because I wanted to figure it out, but it was just frustrating me and I was feeling trapped. I also realized that I felt angry about another part of the meeting where in order to get more clients, they had suggested a particular um, a particular way of doing it. And I had already been doing that. And I was the only one who had been doing that and really the only one capable of doing that. And so I felt angry that they were trying to say, hey, this is how we get more clients. It's your job when they hadn't found any clients themselves. And so I was feeling kind of a justified anger. And the last one was that I was feeling embarrassed because I had snapped at somebody when they made a comment that had triggered me and I felt embarrassed with the way I'd behaved in a business meeting. And so, of course, not all business meetings are like that. Most business meetings are just plain old business meetings and we just accomplish things and we move on. But for whatever reason, that one had a lot of little emotional events in it. And at the end, I was so frustrated, I couldn't figure out why that was such a bad meeting, why I was feeling so badly. 
So writing out this series of layers was super helpful. All of my emotions began to make sense. It made sense why I was feeling upset. And each one of them was totally approachable. I could go and work out and negotiate the things that I was frustrated with and take back the projects that were mine, step up to the plate for the things that was disappointing me and push back on what somebody else had said, apologize for snapping at people. So all of these things were actually approachable and doable, but not until I unpacked it and layered them out separately so that I could see them. Let's take one more example of how to unpack something. This one is not unpacking big emotions, but unpacking an anticipatory event. Like you see something that's coming up and it seems like it's going to have a lot of layers to it. It's a little bit complicated. You're not sure how to manage it. And so you want to unpack it so that the event goes better, so that we have expectations that are communicated and everything is going to be a better experience because those expectations are now shared. So the experience that we're going to use is how to get buy-in for a family gathering when your children are adults. And so coming back to this is not always something they want to do. They don't always necessarily want to meet with family. So let's say you're trying to create a short little family evening that you have once a month and you want them to come because you want to build these relationships on in an ongoing way, but you also realize that they have their own lives. So what are some of the layers that might be involved with how to create buy-in for a family gathering when your kids are adults? So one would be to recognize that time is an issue. Their time is valuable. Your time is valuable. And so you are using up some of their time. Another thing might be to actually think about the timing. Maybe the timing that you're creating may or may not be useful for or or conducive to their schedules. Another thing might be money. Is what you're doing going to cost them money, which might be tight for them? Is what you're going to do actually requiring them to travel, which again may also cost money? The things that you're planning might be boring for them. It might be that there's also an expectation that they come and they cooperate and, and they just do everything because they've grown up with you and there was an expectation that they cooperate in a family sense but now they may want to feel separate. Maybe they want their own decisions honored. Maybe they're feeling too much pressure to come to this every time and to comply with what you want. That might be one of the ingredients here. Maybe you don't really know how to state your own feelings on the matter. Maybe you haven't practiced having hard conversations to say, this is what I want to do. Here's how I feel about it. Um, maybe you don't know what everybody likes to do. Maybe they like playing video games and you think video games are stupid, but they actually really enjoy it with their siblings and, and other people. And you're the only one who's kind of the odd man out and doesn't realize how much fun this can be and how actually bonding it can be to do that. Maybe you just can't agree on an activity because everybody has a different opinion of what would be fun. Maybe we're not scheduling things out far in advance and far enough in advance. And so we're saying, hey, by the way, this Sunday night, this is what we're doing. And everyone's like, I got plans. And so we need to give them more of a heads up and honoring their time and scheduling. Um, maybe when they come, there's just one sibling or sibling-in-law that always talks about sports or politics or video gaming. And, and it's really annoying to the rest of the people. And so it's a situation that you haven't known how to address yet. Um, 
there's so many different layers that could be involved with this gathering, where it's held, why it's held, how you communicate that. There's a book called Gathering by Priya Parker that has some really cool ideas about how to gather and how to set a purpose and how to set an environment that's temporarily puts everybody just on this even keel. And it starts out with the invitation, with building anticipation, with saying out loud what's actually expected. So now that we have all of these layers separated, it helps us to see that there's a lot to think about in trying to gather people. You may want to actually find a way to communicate what your desires are and what your purpose is. And so that would make this whole event 1% better because you took that one layer and said, I think I am going to actually communicate my purpose. Maybe you take the other layer of not scheduling it far enough in advance and and making it, skipping one, skipping the next one you want to do so that people have plenty of time for the future one and they know what's going on. Maybe for the layer of people feeling pressured to come, you actually address that and have it whether or not everybody can come or not. Maybe you've been in the habit of rescheduling and rescheduling until everyone can be there. And instead, you just have it and whoever doesn't come, doesn't come. And it's okay. And if you see a pattern of them not coming, then you can pull them aside later and say, hey, we'd love to have you come. We're really having a good time here. Is there something going on that's frustrating you? Um, there might be a little layer of things being boring and people having different interests. And so you could attack that one layer and say, you know what, I want to get together, but I want everyone to have an opportunity to choose the activity. So each of you can choose the activity and we rotate through doing different things. It's amazing how when you look at an individual layer, there are lots of solutions to that layer. But when we're looking at the problem as a whole, our minds tend to just run from problem to problem to problem and circle around just ruminating over how difficult this is or how frustrating it is instead of taking all of the dozen layers we've written down and not necessarily systematically checking off each one of them, but just taking a look at them and seeing what things we could do to make this event 1% better. What things are bubbling up for you that feel like, oh, I think I could attack this. What ended up on your layers list that you hadn't realized before until you actually asked yourself to write them all down and this was a new thing for you that you can now ponder or think about? What on here seems like, oh, that's not in my control, but these other things are, so I'm going to take some action on what I can actually control. Having a list of layers as a result of unpacking a situation is hugely, hugely helpful and so worth the effort of learning how to do this. Thanks for being here and taking a little time out of your busy life for personal development. I applaud you for that. We take change one step at a time. You're already on your way. You're already enough. You've got this. Have a great week and we'll see you for the next principle.